This podcast was brought to you by Speak Spokane, a community-driven podcasting studio space where people from all walks of life can speak and be heard. Follow along with us on Instagram at Speak Spokane and visit speakpodcasting.com to learn more about starting your podcasting journey today. Today's episode is sponsored by Burn Butter. Burn Butter is an all-natural, low-carb, keto-friendly product created to help you consume healthy fats when you need them the most. You can add it to your coffee, you can add it to your food, you can add it to your smoothies. You can even consume it straight out of the pouch. My favorite way to use it is to add my mocha burn butter to my coffee. You give it a nice blend and you're ready to go. It's a new way to add healthy fats in your diet without making any huge adjustments. You can find Burn Butter at burnbutter.com or you can visit them on Instagram at burnbutters. Is your business not doing as well as you hope it could right now? Maybe you're struggling to reach the right people. Need some help with your marketing effort, a fresh set of eyes, or even a quick rebrand? Whatever it is, Maker Made can help. They're a marketing and creative firm working right here in Spokane. Maker Made focuses on lifting brands to their full potential and specializes in brand identity, websites, social media management, and more. Get in touch now and schedule your free 30-minute consultation session by visiting their website, www.makerandmade.com. Hello and welcome to the Super 90s Brothers. I'm your host, Brennan. Along with me is Adam J. Pitzler. How's it going, buddy? Hi, everybody. It's me, Fabrizio. <laughs> oh, man, that's cringeworthy. Uh- <laughs> Uh, you know, and it's I gotta about- say, from from, from the, the topic that we're doing, I'm I'm a little disappointed that that's that's a quote you went with. Yeah, I I I feel your disappointment, and uh, truth be told, I like forgot to like prepare a quote, and like we we said, okay, let's go, and I like look up and I'm like, oh shit, he wants me to quote something. <laughs> <laughs> so- I just kind of pulled that out of my ass. I'd been making fun of Fabrizio for years now, like in these all, all these Mario analogies. So that's sort of what just happened. <laughs> the most important character in Titanic, yeah. Fabrizio. Yeah. Ow. Um, Ow. The character that appears and then reappears at the very end for no reason at all. <laughs> to, uh, get shot. <laughs> <laughs> to get shot. To get shot. Well, if you didn't already know, today's podcast is Titanic. Oh, and yeah, it's, it's the, it's the big one. You know, it's not the Titanic, it's Titanic. And, um, man, I'm, I've been so excited to do this episode. I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. Um, probably one of the highest has to be one of the highest growing films of the nineties. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. So we, but we don't need to get into that. The first thing I want to say, the biggest news actually from this last week is Adam, we are the number 12 biggest entertainment podcast in Cyprus, in the country Cyprus. Oh, not Cyprus Creek, Cyprus, the isle, the Mediterranean island north of Egypt, folks. That's right. You heard it here first. Super 90s Brothers is huge in Cyprus, and Brennan and I would like to take this time to extend our love for Cyprus. We've always been big fans of Cyprus, yes. and it's really 
it's really no coincidence that we are just naturally bonded to you. So if you guys heard us, I'm like, wow, those guys seem like they like Cypress. You're right. Yeah, some, yeah, not Cypress Hill. Did you already say that? Did you already use that joke? I did. Uh, okay. Don't be insane in the membrane by repeating me. I did say it. Uh, <laughs> Cy- Cypress the country. Oh, when you said Cypress Hill, like you were talking about the rap group. I gotcha. Uh, I thought you were talking about like a a, a place, like a, like Cypress Hill, like the a place <laughs> called even, is Cypress. There a, <laughs> is there an actual Cypress Hill? I, I guess, there probably has to be, right? Like that's what the rap, the hip hop group has to be named after the hill, like Cypress Hill. I, I, I don't I'm think not, they have to be named after anything, but you know. Anyways, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole of you know what site. Well, we already we already did. But, but. '90s hip hop group, you know. So we're staying on we're staying topical. Um, so Brennan, Brennan wasn't bullshitting you though. Number twelfth rated entertainment podcast in the country of Cyprus, right here. Your super '90s bros. Ow. At, I, I'm I was. I was amazed to see that uh, that that is even a statistic, and uh, it made me want to get into more statistics. So maybe we'll keep on. Maybe I'll pay the five dollars to get all of our statistics of where everyone comes from, and find out how big we are in other countries. I mean, I would like to get to you know number one somewhere, like well, Cyprus. We want to be number one yeah, in Cyprus. Number one in Cyprus. So if you're in Cyprus right now, share this podcast with all your friends, and if you're not in Cyprus, do that as well. So we appreciate everybody listening giving us reviews it's 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 only going to get bigger and better because now we are now we're getting sponsored adam we're getting paid to do this podcast sorry oh who would who would have thought I, um, i'm getting paid uh, to do this podcast i guess you should say yeah yeah i'm i'm getting paid in in inner in attention from you which is really what we all seek is brennan's love and affection that's fair that's very um, fair the number one thing that people will tell you about Cyprus is it's the original island of love. Cyprus legend, the Cyprus legend claims that Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love was born and rose from foam or Aphros in Greek near a rock off of what's now known as Aphrodite's beach. So if you go to Cyprus, you may just get laid. Oh, wow. I'm, I, I, we're going, I plan on going there for my next vacation. I've always wanted Cyprus is near Greece, right? Is, it, is that true? Uh, yeah, it's north. It's an island north of Egypt. That's near Greece. I mean, how relatively near? I don't know. Is it you know Idaho, Washington near? I don't know. But it's <laughs> from someone who lives in the you know the west coast of the United States. Yeah, they're right next to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, let's get back to what we're here to talk about, Adam. We are here to talk about the greatest '90s movie of all time, the pinnacle. Of '90s movies, I would say, the great James Cameron. Oh, sorry. Oh, Terminator Two. Yeah, the great James Cameron film, Titanic. Oh. And I believe it went Terminator Two, True Lies, and then Titanic. Is that is that is that a correct order of of things? Uh, Yes, there may have been something else in there, but that's the order of those three. Yes, something that he produced probably. and I'm surprised that Arnold Schwarzenegger is not in this movie. Then uh, he could have made a he he, audi- he he auditioned for the role of Titanic, <laughs> but but they ended up casting the boat. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're here to talk about. I, I'm excited. I've wa- I've actually I actually did some research and watched the movie, Adam, and and <laughs> very rare. <laughs> and <laughs> and I sat through it. I did it on Thanksgiving Day. I sat through this three hour long movie. Um, 
You made your family watch Titanic on Thanksgiving. Well, they were doing. Abby was like doing stuff in the kitchen, you know, as you know, as women do. The kids were, <laughs> the kids were, the kids were in their other wing of the house um, on their other on their own TV. They had no interest in watching um, Titanic. Actually, funny story. The one time they actually came in and started watching the movie is a scene where Jack starts drawing Rose, and I'm like, ah, they can't watch this right now, <laughs> and so. Um, but yeah, so, I, yeah, Brennan, Brennan loves Titanic for some reason. And Brennan's not often excited about our podcast topics. In fact, he's often a nervous wreck. Like, I don't remember anything. Mm. Who's the, who's the black guy from family matters yep. that play the cop. Like he's always asking me these random, like Brennan corner of his brain questions to try and get on track. And so I'm very pleased to be doing a podcast that you are excited about. And frankly, very knowledgeable about. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a breath of knowledge, uh, is that a the right term? Fresh air of knowledge of uh, of the Titanic. I know all about the Titanic, even the the, the not so useful facts. So uh, let's get into it. Should we start with the synopsis? Oh, oh yeah! Give me the synopsis, Brennan. Yeah, let, let's do it. Uh, the synopsis: the Titanic sinks. There's a love story Ow. between two people, Jack and Rose. Jack is in. He's going back home to America, but he he had to win the ticket in a in a, a poker hand. And I don't know what the hell Kate Winslet Rose is doing in in England. I'm guessing she's on some holiday, some some rich American holiday. Probably was there for a couple of months. Went to France, did all this stuff, and then she's going back to America on the Titanic with her new fiance, Billy Zane, and then. The rest of it is history. Adam, take it away. Do we, uh, do, do we need to give the synopsis of this movie? Does anybody not know th- what the synopsis of Titanic is? Has anyone not uh, seen this movie? I'll, I'll just add that it was like rich, uh, rich girl, poor boy story. Like poor, you know, handsome Leonardo DiCaprio and his, his Italian sidekick Fabrizio, which we'll get into. They win tickets over a poker game get on the Titanic and are having the time of their lives. In fact, they may even feel like they're the kings of the world. And uh, then he falls in love with a beautiful, topless girl that likes to be drawn, who is rich and has you know a lot of influential people around her. And the ship sinks, and he dies for her, even though he just met her. And frankly, yeah. she probably would have not stayed with him. So Classic love story. Uh, <laughs> Let's get... I want to get into... When did you see this, Adam? Did you see this in the theater? Did you go? Oh, hell yeah. 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 I, I saw it with my stepmom because, I mean, like, everybody was going to see it, right? Yeah. So me and, my ste- me and my stepmom went. And then, like, I went and saw it a second time with, like, my best friend Glenn, which was really weird because it was, like, a love story. And, like, we were there, and, like, everyone else was there, like, on a date. And we were there together. And we're like, man, why did we go see this? Because we'd already seen it once. And we're like, yeah, it was pretty good. It's like one of those things where you had time and you decided to go see a movie for a second time and really should have seen something new. But, yeah, I saw it twice in the theaters. But to be fair, it was it was a spec. It was a spectacle in the big screen at the time in 1997. It was, I mean, it's James Cameron, James effing Cameron, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a, I mean, I remember this movie being a big deal when it came out. It came out over Christmas break, 1997. So I was 13 years old and I, everyone, I mean, everyone in their, yeah, like your, everyone in your mother went and saw this movie and I your stepmother yeah and <laughs> your stepmother <laughs> the, and but it is 
I did not realize this. It is 194 minutes. 194 minutes. That is, oh my God, that is over three hours long. How did you not realize that? It's three hours and 14 minutes. I mean, I knew it was long. I always knew it was long, but like you wouldn't saw it twice in the theater. Like sitting through that movie, like, like twice in the theater. Like it was, it's an entertaining movie, but like, it's a, it's a, it's a trek. Like this movie, yeah. I remember this movie came in, coming out on VHS and it was like, cause it came out the next Christmas on VHS and it was, it was double disc. Like there wasn't many movies that were double, double VHS uh, movies. And Titanic was one of them. You had to, you had to get that thing. You had to watch it on VHS and then you had to put in the next one. If you, it was a, it was a load. We're having technical difficulties with Adam's Wi-Fi. Adam has now switched back to his phone, which is the reason for the, the audio change. Uh, but we're back in it. Adam, take it away about the VHS stuff. Yeah, I never really understood why you needed like a, a double package of VHS tapes to fit Titanic because like they had like VH, VHS tapes that had six or eight hours on them that you and I used to record movies on. Like why couldn't why couldn't the official release just be on a longer tape like that? Why do you why does it have to be on those crappy two hour versions? Is it like a quality thing? I just don't think, I mean, I think the most of, I don't know. I have no idea why. I mean, there was probably special features on it too. I don't know. There's those those special features on a VHS. What am I talking about? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it's on, on two. Maybe you just couldn't, you couldn't, they just didn't want to do it. I don't know. The special feature is if you watch past the credits, other stuff starts happening. Um, the always worst part was like when you like were watching Titanic on VHS and then you had to switch to this next one. And if it wasn't rewinded, you had to freaking rewind it. It was, you know, the struggle was real in the 90s with uh, watching VHS. And I cannot believe you ever had to rewind movies like it's, it's such a bizarre thing that you don't have to deal with anymore. It's funny. I, so I used to always fall asleep like watching movies in my room when I was a kid like I had these like Simpsons VHS tapes where I was like recording them off the TV so it was just like tons and tons of eclectic episodes of the Simpsons it was great I still own them actually and if I would fall asleep and the tape would just keep running and then it would it would end and then it would automatically rewind and then it would eject and it was so fucking loud it would wake <laughs> me up um yeah that's so true that is so true uh that's funny I totally remember I remember doing that too my I had a did you have a TV in your bedroom Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Ever since fourth grade. I got a TV when I was in fourth grade for Christmas. Um, that's awesome. So I'll tell you my first story. When I saw it, I went and saw this movie in Spokane, Washington at this Newport Cinemas, and I was going on my first date. I was oh. meeting a girl to go see Titanic. I was so freaking jazz like i knew it was a long movie i was gonna be sitting next to this girl for the entire movie i was like i might be able to hold her hand i don't know what's gonna happen it's but i was excited and did you, did you work on any moves like the yawn move or like uh, put the hole in the oh, bottom of the box of popcorn i haven't finished the story yet adam so i get there early buy the tickets uh she shows up with her six-year-old brother <laughs> the chaperone <laughs> literally like i'm like i she gets up she could come rolls up in her her mom drew this like red jeep this red uh jeep uh, cherokee and i was like she rolls up and then she comes out and her brother's in the car is like oh no big deal he gets out with them and they're like is it okay if um billy um 
comes in comes in the movie too. I'm like, well, I I guess I gotta buy, we gotta get him a ticket, because I bought did her a have, ticket. And did you have the money to buy him a ticket? No, they bought her bought him the ticket anyways. And so and then we stand in line to get go see the movie. Like I'm there early to stand in line anyways, uh, because back in the '90s you had to stand in line to if you wanted to get good seats. But you know there was three people now, and then we're going to, into a packed theater. And oh my gosh, it was devastating to like i was oh, like I, I got i got totally friend zoned totally friend zoned and i know the mom probably did it because the mom was like you can't be going like we're, we're in seventh grade like you're not going on dates in seventh grade really um and you could you could it's not yeah unheard of <laughs> and so to go, sit in, to go sit in titanic with somebody but i don't remember what happened in the theater like watching the movie but i imagine i was just i i know i sat next to her but i wasn't like gonna try to you know make any like moves on her and did uh, you you didn't like stick the kid like in the front row then go sit in the back with her or something i should have i i mean i wasn't i was a nice guy like i was just like I, but i've been i was friend zoned and uh loser and i'm but i want to know what my feelings were when the the rose scene happened like because that would have been a, that probably was a really awkward that was probably an awkward moment for me <laughs> and uh but yeah, that's... I'm sorry. You had all you had all these. Ex- I know exactly what happened. You had all these expectations in your mind how the day was gonna go. You had like put on your best cologne, all that shit, and she pops out with her fucking little brother. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. And your and your heart sank. My heart sank. It really did. It was like it was, it was a bummer. Um, Where'd you meet this girl? Was this girl from your church or something? No, we all know. We know her. You know her. Oh, I do. Yeah, I'll tell, you, you, I'll, t- gonna... I'll tell you off the air who she is. Oh, come on. We always say people's names. It's um, a privilege. Her it's name's, a privilege. Her, 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 it was, her name was Amanda Murphy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love Amanda Murphy. She's great. Um, yeah, her, she, little bro- her little brother's funny as shit. They, they, we were neighbors. <laughs> you were neighbors, weren't you? You went yeah. to the same elementary school. Did you go to you went you didn't go to elementary no, no. here in Spokane? Yeah, but uh, no. But we were out on the same bus and we were in the same like uh, driver's ed. And she would talk to me all the time uh, um, about about nothing. But you know, we were friends. She were she was nice. Yeah. So that you could have done a you could have done a lot worse for your first date, buddy. No, for sure. And it, but it wasn't my first date. It was a uh, it was it was a hangout with a friend and her brother. I, I immediately re- realized that. So. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh that, well, shout out to Amanda Murphy. Yeah, for sure, and, and she probably remembers that too. And I, you know, Amanda, I'm sorry. I, you, you know, if you didn't bring your brother, we could be married now. Um, <laughs> I think it turned out all right. So, Adam, what is most memorable for you about Titanic? Oh, the it looked amazing. The special effects, the the ship, the 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 ship breaking. Like the ship hitting the iceberg and breaking down and falling apart and the carnage of that disaster, the way that it was shot and filmed and put together with the CG and the, the, the special effects and the practical effects like the miniatures and everything mm. they used, it, James Cameron blended it all masterfully. It was, it was a spectacle at the time unlike anything we had seen. And that, that alone was enough to entice like – a seventh grade boy like me who didn't give a shit about the love story. Let me tell you, <laughs> right. um, I wanted to go watch a movie where a ship sank and it looked awesome. And it did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say the most memorable part for me was, yeah. I mean the it, it's the movie really holds up to like, I mean, to today's standards, like you watch it now, like 
I mean, I don't know if this film was made in film. It wasn't probably filmed in HD, but uh, it was. It's still it's spectacular. You can't see there, the special effects are great, like you said. Uh, but I think what's memorable for me is really it is the. I like the story. I really enjoy the story. I really like period piece movies like that take place like in the early 1900s. Something about that time, especially in cinema, like for not in cinema, like movies from then, but like movies that take place in then. I, I just find them very fun to watch. And there, this the cast of characters in this film is very, very, very good. Like in, in really like. The, the actors that were playing, so Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, the Jack and Rose, they were fairly, I mean, Leo was new. They were new, but like they were, they were fresh faced and they were just, it was, you could just, it would, they, and they had a very good connection. And I just love, I just love the story. I just, something about it. I've watched this movie probably a couple dozen times and I, I just enjoy watching it. it and it, it is three hours long. But it doesn't feel like that when you watch it. No. Yeah, I would agree that it, it it's a quick it's a quicker three hours than like like the last Lord of the Rings. The la- the third Lord mm. of the Rings is drags and drags and drags. It's like not interesting after a point. But this movie doesn't. Be, I think because there's so much action. Like the back half of the movie mm. is just constant action, right? Yeah, for sure. I and I didn't realize that when I was watching it last week. I it like. The, the the movie is really split in half. Like it's the the first half is like the beginning of the love story, and and kind of gets into that. And at a halfway point is really when they hit the iceberg, and then the second half is like all action, all shit. The shit has hit the fan. The Titanic's going to sink. And like I didn't realize. I thought that was like probably like the last hour or maybe forty five minutes. It's literally half of the movie, and that's what I think is makes it really really fun. Because if the movie was like two hours of the love story, that movie would have been really, really boring. Um, but the other thing I really enjoyed about the film and that's memorable for me is how they intermixed the, them going down and seeing the, the real Titanic and Bill uh, Paxton's character and just merging those two things and bringing it into like the current reality, like current, like present day. And then, the, then Rose, old Rose, like uh, telling the story. I really like that 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 plot device where they kind of like pushed it along from her perspective. I thought it was, I think it I thought it was great. James Cameron is an amazing director, producer, writer, whatever you have it. He needs to make more movies. Yeah. Um, back to your first date with Amanda Murphy. Oh, um, is it is it safe to say that you felt a little bit like this? No, I did not feel like the king of the world. I felt like shit. Like I really felt like I really probably was sitting there stewing the whole time. Like this was my chance. <laughs> this is my chance. This is my chance to finally to, to finally confess my love to Amanda. Um, oh man. <laughs> Oh, man, no. brings her little brother. Yeah, I, I bet her mom had something to do with that. But uh, maybe not. Maybe it was Amanda's idea. <laughs> maybe. 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 She, yeah. I mean, you know, I should have. 
she always liked to talk on the phone with me for like hours. Like, yeah, she could like, talk. That's why she was cool. And like, and I thought that was like her, like being interested in me. I think it just probably meant that she just liked talking to people. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's okay. No harm done. Um, a good little life lesson and a fun story. It never really um, so, so you had touched on your favorite characters, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to that but real quick. Um, my favorite character, I think, hands down, is Kathy Bates' character. Mm. Re- really good. I like the idea of new money. I've always considered myself new money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you come from nothing and then you earn a hundred bucks, hey, that's new. Yeah. So I, I certainly didn't come from money. So I, I'm definitely more like Kathy Bates than anyone else. Plus, you know, Kathy Bates had done Misery like five years before, mm. which really kind of broke her career out and yeah. um, made her a household name. Yeah, she... And she was, you know, she was the reasonable, she was the person you could relate to. Yeah, she was a good, like, when when they introduce her, she's really, she's really a, I've really liked her, her role in the movie and what she br- brings to it because when Jack and Rose are kind of, they're spitting off the, the deck and they're kind of like Jack's teaching uh, Rose to spit. And then Rose's mom and then Kathy Bates walk up to her. Like she kind of like plays, she kind of sees Jack, but doesn't see him as being like this poor guy. Like she sees him as like, as her son. And then she helps him, you know, go, she gives him a suit and then they, he goes to the, to the dinner party. And, uh, and I, it's really liked her character and what she brought yeah, to she, for the, she for makes the, sure that the asshole rich guys don't like have their way with them. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So Kathy Bates, definitely my favorite. Then my second favorite, if I'm being honest, is Cal played by Billy Zane. Mm. I always love a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and especially, Oh my God. He owns the best quote of this movie. And the water is freezing and there aren't enough boats, not enough by half. Half the people on this ship are going to die. Not the better half. That can you just say? Can you just repeat it? Like, because you are you see. So I no. I, let me tell a quick story though. So like, um, I was I can't remember. I was like at a I was at a party or, or somewhere with this girl that I'd been on a couple of dates with, and this was in college. And she said something like, "Half of my friends think you're a jerk," and I go, "Not the better half." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a good quote. It really is. He, it's a great quote. He is so hateable in this movie. And I read something when he was doing that scene with Rose, uh, with like Kate Winslet, when he's like telling her how to act as a woman because like she's been seen with Jack and and this is after the night that the, the, like after the dinner party and she goes down and dances and then he they have the scene at on the deck where like they're having breakfast and then he flips over the table. Like he, that wasn't scripted. Like it wasn't scripted that he's going to flip over the table. He just did that. And, and it like freaked Kate Winslet out, but like, he is such a good bad guy in it. Like Lincoln Ivy walked up to me or actually LinkedIn when I was watching the movie and he's like, is that the bad guy? And I'm like, yep, it sure is. It was like, and, uh, and I was like, he, you, you can see it just by looking at him. Uh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, my sister, my older sister, had a crush on Billy Zane growing up. So Billy Zane was like a name in my house. I like knew him, and like we we watched movies with him. Well, I'll tell you that our favorite movie of our favorite movie of him was Demon Knight. Mm. Um, Tales Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Billy Zane is like the main bad guy in that movie too, Mm. and he's so good. Like he's so like it's it's hard 
to be like charismatic and creepy and evil at the same time, but he that's one of Billy Zane's strengths. Yeah, and um, oh, and he was the Phantom. That's what he was. I I remember seeing the Phantom. Uh, um, yeah, and and he's a goon in like t- in Back to the Future one and two. He's like one of Biff's like yeah. backup guys. Yeah, and and I I knew that before IMDb or the internet. I was like watching Back to the Future one. I was like, holy shit, that's Billy Zane. And then I I like waited for the credits at the end of my VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> to, to roll because I couldn't look it up on the internet like a normal person. And he really wrote. He's really rid, ridden off the success of uh, Titanic. I feel like because he's been an actor, been a consistent actor over the last since Titanic. But he has not done any. He's never been anything worth talking about. Like he's just he does B movies. That's what he does. Like like since Titanic, uh, he was in Blood Rain. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's such. He's a very good, memorable character. Um, another. I'm trying to think of other memorable characters that I really, um, I really like Kate Winslet's, Winslet's mom, um, Ruth, and she's really playing this role of being like Rose and her mom, like they, her, their father's dead and he left them with nothing. And so they have to like kind of keep being in this lifestyle and she has to marry, marry Cal or else their family's going to be ruined. Like her mom's going to be ruined. Kate's Winslet's going to be, I mean, Rose is going to be ruined. Like they will not be rich anymore. And so she has to marry Cal. And, but I really like her, her character. Cause she, she did a really good job of like kind of setting that scene for it. And I also found this out is that she is, was married. I don't know if she's married, but she has, a, she had a kid with, um, uh, what's unforgiven. Um, Clint Eastwood. The, uh, Rose's mom did. Yeah, like oh cool. They dated in the nineties, and then but she also like was in. She was in Unforgiven, and uh, but she's been in. She's always been that. She's kind of like that person in the movie that I've seen her before. Like she's been in a lot of things, and she's, but she's never really. No one would really know who she is. So sure. Uh, real quick, Jonathan Hyde, a really good character actor. He was. Um, he was sort of like a just a snobby passenger. Uh, people know him as like the nature show host in Anaconda, which totally sucks by the way, when you go back and rewatch it, I just did. He was in Jumanji as like the hunter guy mm-hmm. and, um, Robin Williams dad. And he was also like the main Butler and best friend of Richie Rich, the live action with Macaulay Culkin. And he's, he's a pretty good British actor. Mm. Um, uh, actually, he's from, yeah, actually he's from Australia. I apologize. Yeah. And then interestingly enough, the old Rose Played by Gloria Strude, who I don't really know anything about. She was nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. That's horse shit, though. <laughs> yeah, like, that is such a weird... Like, I, I wouldn't... Is it... Was it just no. a... It was a it was a Titanic Oscar love fest. They were throwing out Oscars like, you know, you know, like you throw rice to pigeons that you want their bellies to explode. Mm. Like, there, there was... There was Nominations aplenty left and right for Titanic. I mean, it was like one of the most biggest, most grand spectacles anyone ever seen. So it's understandable. And mm. let's not forget Bill Paxton. Your 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 favorite guy was in the the Seattle, maybe not Seattle, but the the north, the coastal portions of this movie with the old lady. Mm. It always reminded me of Seattle, but I think they're actually in like North Carolina or something at the beginning. Oh, um, uh, yeah, it's in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, right, so but, it's not Seattle. <laughs> it's not Seattle. Uh, yeah, and Bill Paxton, obviously. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's not many other actors to name in this movie. It's, this movie is really all about 
Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, which is really what I want to continue talking about the most. One more, one more. David Warner um, oh. is the the sort of like goon. He's like Cal's goon that like chains Jack up to something to pipe piping or something down below when the ship is sinking and he he was pretty good but he had the dumbest name ever and his name in the movie his real name his character name was spicer lovejoy it is you're right that's <laughs> so stupid yeah they never say his name in the movie do they um, they probably cut it like and when they got to the end they're like that's such a dumb name they just cut it that's funny uh anything else about the ca- cast of characters that worth noting no? well I'd like to talk about my Italian friend. Oh my god! Let's talk so, about your Italian friend. So, so let let me. <laughs> I mean, you guys heard it on the on the clip where it was like, I can see the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna play one more. Cut <laughs> for I go to America. No, mate. Titanic go to America in five minutes. Uh. Oh my God! It is such a it's such a bad character. It is such a stupid Italian stereotype. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't have like a, you know, he's walking around with like a a pizza pie on one hand, like twirling it around. Yeah, this character. I mean, I when I was watching the movie, the character doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. I mean, I understand that Jack needs to have like a friend, like. That part makes sense. I have no idea why they made this an Italian actor. Like, why didn't like? Do you think James Cameron regrets this? I he has to regret this one. This oh, I am. Character. I am not. I am not the first, nor will I be the last to give James Cameron shit about Fabrizio. <laughs> Let me tell you, there there are plenty of articles. I like a lot of people hate Fabrizio. They think he's like the worst part. They think they find him offensive. Now, I don't find him offensive because I don't get offended very easily. But I, I think he's really stupid, a really badly written character, and obviously a dumb stereotype. Which you know you know, is, is just bad writing in general in a movie that didn't have a ton of bad writing. Yeah. You know, Fabrizio was pretty bad. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't watch Titanic without just like giggling like a titmouse every time Fabrizio says anything. It's just, it's funny to me. So, I mean, I don't really know where to take this. Like, I mean, we, so there's this movie happened. Give me your favorite scene. My we'll fa- take it as scenes. Favorite scene. Um, well, it has to be. I mean, the, my favorite scene has to be the uh, topless scene. He draw, draws her naked. Kate Winslet boobs. I mean, when you're I, in seventh grade, come on. I mean, that's a pretty good scene. I mean, and I watched the other night, and it's still, you know, it's it's a pretty good it, scene. Uh, they hold they hold up. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kate Winslet is an attractive woman. Um, Fact. <laughs> my favorite scene is the end of this movie. The second half of this movie is. Like, if you were watching this movie on TV and you started watching it when the Titanic hits, when the Titanic hits the iceberg, you're going to probably end up watching this entire entire rest of this movie. Like, it is probably the it's such a rewatchable second half of the movie. Like, it's so yeah. good. There's so much that's yeah. happening. And it's it's just it's freaking it's freaking amazing. Like, and I wish I could have been my wife. L- watching this movie for the first time because I got a good story to tell you about that, Adam. My wife did not know when she was going to see the movie that the Titanic was going to sink. You are joking me. What I, do you mean she didn't know? Everybody knows that. She did not know it. She's like, she's like, spoiler, and like, I'm sp- like, spoiler alert. 
Titanic's the Titanic sinks. Like everybody's going to see this movie. You're you're gonna find out. Like this movie's about the Titanic sinking. You know that's what this movie's about. This it's called Titanic. It's Olivia right there. Like the Titanic sank. She didn't know. And she, she had no idea about the history of the Titanic. No, didn't learn wow. it. I was like, wow. I, I was like, that's something you learn in elementary school. Like that, everyone knows the, t- the story of Titanic. And, and like, most people, most people don't listening, don't assume things about Abby. Abby's one of the smartest women I know. It's really surprising she didn't know. I'm, I was, I was, I'm very, I was very surprised. It's something I like to bring up a lot. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I would never. Let <laughs> next, next time I see her, I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah, like, I mean, and she, but she passes it off like, oh, not a big deal. Like, didn't know the Titanic sank. I'm like, well. I mean that's a it's basic knowledge. Um, yeah. So, but like, but also to think like you're going to see this movie and you don't know that what's going to happen. Like that would be that is a twist. That's a twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you wouldn't be expecting that if you didn't know. Um, but uh, but it so that I won't. I don't need to. I don't need to belabor that. But well, let me tell you my favorite scene. Yeah, I, you, I already mentioned. I, I already mentioned not the better half, which I've been using sparingly you know my whole life ever since i heard that uh but my favorite favorite scene part of the end is when jack and rose are like hanging on the top and the ship is kind of starting to go down and like there's this dude next to them and he falls off and he goes ah, and he goes and he plunks off the propeller and he like bounces down i don't know why but i burst out laughing out loud in the theater at that moment when i was in like seventh grade i remember getting all these nasty looks from like the women that are like crying <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that is really funny that when they're everyone like when people are falling like when he does hit that when that guy hits the and he just like spins out of control even more like it's just like man that is that is some uh what do i it's yeah, good physical it, humor yeah it's really it was just like that's that's cool like that really puts it in perspective what's what the hell's going on right now like people are getting killed <laughs> yeah yeah brennan brennan said earlier how rewatchable the second half is and we we should just quickly point out again james cameron's the master of action yeah terminator 2 most people think is like one of the best action movies ever made terminator 1 is and amazing. I, I hope all of you guys go back and rewatch it. It's a great horror movie, more of it, more than an action, but still really good. True Lies isn't my favorite Arnold movie, but there are sections of amazing action in it, mm-hmm. like just absolutely amazing. You forgot Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. We talk about Avatar. I mean, I went and saw it when it came out, and you know, it was okay. I, the thing on South Park was pretty, pretty poignant. South Park referred to it as dances with Smurfs, <laughs> 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 which is exactly what it is. And you know, it is okay. I, I, I didn't really. I don't know. Um, one thing I want to ask about is this movie was nominated for. I don't know uh, so many Oscars. It won eleven. Oscars like it won best picture director cinematography uh oh what about the song dude and what the, about the song what about the song That song, like you, you hear that and you think Titanic until one. I, I think I feel like I remember like laying in bed after like my eighth grade. So, uh, the, so the last day of eighth grade in my middle school in Olympia, we would all go 
like every year at the class did this, we would all go to the skate land, I think was what it was called. Mm. And in Olympia, we'd all go skating. We reserved the place out just for our eighth grade class. And like that night I like got my first French kiss from this girl. I was like chasing. And I feel like I like remember laying in bed that night, feeling like a million bucks, like listening to the Titanic song on like my Walkman or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hate Celine Dion. Like I hate her music so much. I my parents had this cassette of um some had some cassette of Celine Dion and they would play it in the in the car all the time and I just I hated I hated listening to her so much and I I don't really love this song that much either. So um, no, I mean it was an effective song. It certainly you know captured the movie very well and god women ate the song up and radio stations played the fuck out of this song yeah like again and again and you'd hear it all the time on the radio mm. um the big question i want to ask though is did leo did should he have been nominated for best actor because he was not and i want to give you the actors that were nominated instead of him and okay. they're and they're a, they're a, it's a it's a list it's jack nicholson matt damon Rob. You gotta give me the movie. You gotta oh, give me the movie. Jack there. Nicholson, as good as it gets. Matt Damon. Be- Hang on, let's go one by one. Okay. That one's better than Leo. Okay. Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. Better than Leo. Robert Duvall, The Apostle. Haven't seen it. Peter Fonda, Yulie's Gold. Haven't seen it. And Dustin Hoffman, Wag the Dog. Definitely not as good as Leo. Wag the Dog is not as good of a performance. So. Uh, so that that would be who I'd kick out since I haven't seen the other two. Um, and then obviously, and then I mean, I feel like Kate Winslet didn't win Best Actress. Helen Hunt won. I mean, as good as as good as it gets, won the Actors Awards. And uh, and as good as it gets was good. It wasn't overly rewatchable, but it was good. Yeah, that's fine. So, but then obviously they they won all the other big stuff. Um, so we got, we got to get into some of the yeah, other let's, shit let's I don't do like about Titanic. Um, so we talked about Fabrizio. We talked about the dude bouncing off the propeller, which I actually like. But the, the, I think the, the, the thing I hate the most about this movie is the very, very, very end. When the, when the fucking grandma, who's been allowing gigantic crews of underwater workmen, which is very dangerous and expensive work, by the way. She's been allowing these people to live this charade that they're going to find this fucking jewel for God knows how long while she spins this yarn about a love story. So all these people are looking for this jewel and she knows she's got it like in her fucking sock drawer or whatever. And then like, she's like 126 years old or whatever the fuck. So they're living in this crappy little apartment. Her grandmother has to take care of her because she can't afford a fucking nurse. And what does she do with this giant fortune in her hands? She doesn't give it to her granddaughter. She doesn't give it to charity. No, I'm going to throw it in the fucking ocean. That's what I'm going to do. It was because my heart. It's a heart. Her heart of, will go on. It was a heart of the ocean. It was. A, it yeah. Was, it was. Has meaning. It's stupid. <laughs> um, now I mean it's it is what it, I mean that was. It, it is what it give is. Give it to your goddamn granddaughter. That, give it to fair. your granddaughter. Like, yeah, she should have done something with it. Yeah, don't put it just in the ocean. But it you know, kind of belonged there because that's where she, she should have died there on that ship. But she didn't. Or how, about, or how about telling the crew at least, hey, stop looking. It's not there. You know, <laughs> instead of letting them all waste their time for God knows how long. <laughs> um, um, the one thing I will say is that you do – you one of the things you put up was like about – 
inaccuracies is why is a ship sailing at night with no visibility anyways? It wasn't that there was no visibility. They weren't in fog. It was a, it was a pure, clear night. They just couldn't. It was so clear that, like, nothing – they couldn't – like, they were moving so fast that they couldn't, like, go around an iceberg if they saw it. And so – and – there was a there was a reasoning for it. They mentioned it in the movie, like why they can't see, why they're why they cannot see it. But I don't, they're not giving a good answer. But like, it wasn't doesn't seem like a good idea. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, like, they they, for, sh- they shouldn't have sped up. They shouldn't have done that. Regardless of like how well they thought the boat was built, like I feel like any like anybody with half a brain could tell you that like if it's in the ocean, it can sink. You know, if it gets fucked up bad enough. I wish I I should have done some more research about like this the it being unsinkable like what where that came from because it feel i feel like it's just a moniker it was, it was a, just yeah. you know it's yeah a, it's it's like <laughs> cam newton calling himself superman and i hate cam newton by the way but <laughs> and uh in the movie that one of the characters the guy who designed the titanic and then like i think cal says the ship is unsinkable and he's like and then he says something like to the extent of like it is a ship. I guarantee it. It will sink. Like, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, I thought it was a funny moment. Um, what else, what other things annoyed you about this movie, Adam? Uh, well, listen, I think this was kind of a director, a re- directorial choice in that I get that he wanted to have Rose floating on this painting at the end and Jack sacrifices himself to leave her on this painting. The problem was, in my opinion, the prop for the painting was too big. It looked like Jack could fit. Everybody has said this for years. Why didn't Jack climb up? I know he tried like once and then gave up, but the painting looks totally big enough for two. So I think that could have been better if they just had a, a thinner painting is all. I will say this. It wasn't a painting. It was a door. Oh, a door. All right, fine. A thinner door. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, that is, it is interesting why they, you know, they why they couldn't both get on it. I mean, the Mythbusters busted this and uh they they fit on it they you could you could fit on the you could fit on it they both could have done it they didn't have to die they could have gone and lived their life together in wherever they wanted to live take, go wherever their heart takes them they could have done that and then but you know they just they they weren't smart enough i guess yeah all right <laughs> another thing another thing that my my sister hates this movie because she, she said and when she brought this up now i can't unhear it she says that the word them using the words Jack and Rose to each other every five seconds. Jack, Rose, Rose, Jack, Jack. Like if you go, there's like 320 times somebody says Rose, you know, 198 times somebody says Jack. Like it's like they never stop using their, their first names. Like it's just, and, and like, again, that's kind of bad writing. Like you've got way too much redundancy there. And now that I watch it, I can't unhear it. Uh, I will. Well, now that you've told me that, I probably won't ever, I won't miss it either. I will say they, I do know their names. And I, that's something I never know about characters' names in movies. Like I never remember them. Um, and so they do say There's it a, a reason you know them. It's because they, <laughs> they say, say it 400 <laughs> fucking times. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... And then you also brought up the the band plays on. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't like hate the, it. This, Go ahead. I think this was a thing that was true about the Titanic. This actually happened. Like this, these musicians just kept on playing the entire time. Like, do you think it's stupid that they just kept on doing it? 
Yeah, or, yeah. I'm not. I'm not criticizing the director's choice. I'm <laughs> saying who who are these who are these fucking band members <laughs> that would rather play the cello for ten minutes rather than go try and get on a boat or get make your own fucking door? There was this SNL with like Samuel L. Jackson and Tracy Morgan where they make they make boats out of dead white people. <laughs> which is really funny (laughs) anyway Uh, um but i mean where where does your survival instinct kick in you know (laughs) that's so true um yeah that's fair uh yeah i mean i i will say this this movie is just it holds up so well today i feel like i mean we don't even need to go there and and then you we always talk about should this movie be rebooted or or come back and well, well, well. Before we get there, I okay. would just like to—I would just like to ask you, Brennan, if you are going to let go, no matter how hopeless. Promise me now, Rose, and never let go of that promise. I promise. Never let. Tentpole moments, you know. Prom- she, I mean, and right after she said that, she does let go of him, and he like sinks. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> she's like kind of holding him, and he's like frozen to death out in the fucking ocean. And she says that, then she literally lets go of him, <laughs> and he sinks. <laughs> That's actually not true. I watched yes, it last. It time. I watched it for last time. There's, I watched. See, so she says, "I'll never let go, Jack." And then they, they sit there and they talk, whatever, and. They sit there and talk like they're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> uh, no, but then literally like they do a pan, like they do like a pan, like kind of a transition to the next scene. And now like these, uh, these people are yeah, still looking for survivors and she's been holding on to Jack and now he's frozen in the water. Yeah, And she, and she lets go. Like the very next thing she does is let go. Well, she has to let go. Like she's like, her well, that's fine, but don't make a promise. You can't keep her heart will never let go. That's okay, what she's well, talking she, about. Well, her heart is in the ocean now. <laughs> uh, so, this so is what movie, are you going to say about the reboot? The reboot. No, I don't think this movie needs to be rebooted. Like, I mean, this movie's a classic, obviously. Like, I don't think you, there's any you're reason. Right it, you're right, it doesn't need to. But let me just play out a hypothetical. 2021 Titanic comes out with, I don't know, Emma Stone and whoever the girls like that's young and handsome Zach Efron I don't I don't fucking know and you're saying people wouldn't go you're saying it wouldn't be a hit it would totally be a hit I mean it probably would be a hit I mean I you know why I think I don't think they need to reboot the film I think they could do a, a second movie and Titanic 2 the sinking no, I think they could do a second movie and it could be literally a different from a like a different story from the ship, like something else. Oh, oh, like like Fabrizio and his, 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 his journey to learn how to make the perfect pizza. <laughs> right. And <laughs> uh, oh he's like in the kitchen, like spitting a pizza, you know, he's teaching some like, you know, Irish girl that he meets, like how to, how to, I don't know, blow their nose instead of spit right. into the ocean. I mean, there, 
there was a Titanic movie that was made. Uh, it's called The Unsinkable Molly Brown. I've never watched it. That was a movie that existed. Like, I don't think, like, I think there could be another story told about the Titanic. And, you know, and there's been stuff that came up saying, like, how did the Titanic sink? And, and like, they debunked that how it happened in this movie actually is the way it happened. And so there's definitely, there, there, there's more stories to be told about the Titanic that they could do. Oh, speaking of stories to be told about the Titanic, if our listeners or you ever get the chance, um, there's a fucking badass Titanic um, exhibit. And it was in the Luxor in mm. Vegas for a long time. And, you know, it's like, it's not totally cheap. I mean, it's Vegas. So I think it's like 40 bucks or something. And you go in there for like an hour and they have all of these original um, artifacts that mm. were pulled from the ocean and big chunks of the ship that are on display and all of these like uh, stories about passengers and you get to learn all their names and it like gives you a name and you find out if you die in the end and like it, I don't know it's a really really cool exhibit I don't mm. know if it's still if it's still up at the Luxor I definitely recommend it but otherwise it may have moved somewhere else at mm. this point but if you get a chance to go see the famous Titanic exhibit I strongly recommend it it's really really cool for for historical purposes. You, that sounds that sounds awesome. I would. I think you know. I think there was an exhibit that came here to Spokane that I I never went to, um, unfortunately. Um, I I will say there is a Titanic too that came out. It is an actual ship that they were just replicated it, and so that that exists now. Um, so maybe it looks like it's still. It looks like there's still the, the exhibit at the Luxor. Mm. I just looked up. Looks like it's still well, there. If you're going to Vegas now, it's one of the places you can kind of travel right now during uh, COVID. Uh, you should uh, you could check it out. Um, anything else, Adam? That you oh, we want to do the meta Metacritic score. Do you do you want me? Who, me do you know the score? No, I don't know it. Okay. Let me guess. Okay, let's. We're doing not Metacritic. We're doing Rotten Tomatoes score. What is your guess? All right. Well, if uh, there's got to be plenty of hate on Fabrizio. The length that have see the problem with uh, Rotten Tomatoes is is critics can make their their review at any time. So these aren't all like 1997 reviews. Like some like asshole that runs his shitty little you know high school or a college newspaper called something stupid like the Monthly Visitor might like give it a review. And uh, let's see, I'm gonna go. Still gotta be pretty good though. I'm gonna say my lucky number, 84. Ooh, close. 89 percent okay so a little better than that yeah a little bit better um yeah this movie's freaking i mean it won all the awards like it had to have been you know some yeah i know you're right about the the whole rotten tomatoes thing about people coming back and reviewing it later but like even if you even if this movie came out today the way it is now like it i still think it gets amazing reviews like there's nothing i think fabrizio might take it down a little bit they Honestly. may if they came it out today, Fabrizio would get fucking cut. Let me tell you, he would never he would never make it through editing. He, he would not make it through the the when whatever they show the movies pre. Uh, like I can see the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I swear they, he's like you try, said, he's you, like trying to sound funny in that. I swear. And I, I mean, I think it was an an Italian American doing the 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 role, but it's definitely a it was. A fake accent. It wasn't a real Italian. I mean, it wasn't like an, an no. actual. It wasn't a, an actual Italian like playing the role. They should have maybe just you know went and got an Italian and had him play the role and not have him ham it up so much. That was a problem because that when a, when an American does an Italian accent, it sounds like what you're doing and because it's dead on. <laughs> oh boy, Alberto, I'm going to America. 
is there anything else we're, we're missing from this film? Like in this movie, go watch this movie. It's on. It's it's on stars. Um, you can watch it there, I believe. Uh, I had to actually, I did a month subscription to start so I could watch the movie. Uh, but I should just buy it. I really should. It's, it's, it's worth, it's worth owning. Uh, and no, I just, I would just say that James Cameron's one of the best creatives of my generation. He's so versatile. You know, uh, Terminator two is regarded as one of the best action movies ever. Titanic is one of the best love stories ever. And mm. Terminator was one of the best horror movies of the eighties. So yeah. like, Name another director who has that kind of range. That's fair. When I mean, Aliens is, good oh, too. Aliens, action no. and horror. Yeah. yeah, I always, I always forget. Well, I don't forget that he did it, but I always fail to include it for him. Aliens is fucking awesome too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, go, go watch it, relive it. It's a definitely a, it's definitely a nostalgia trip if you haven't like gone back and watched this movie. And like, it's cool. Like, it's cool that like Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet are like they're still actors that are. Do at the top of their craft right now, and they're uh, and it's fun to see them so young. Uh, and you mentioned Terminator 2, we haven't done that yet, have we? I don't think so, no. Yeah, we should we should consider doing that sometime in the next uh year or so. I, I would yeah. love to do that. Well, other than us deciding, we would love it if you guys decided. Mm. Um, you can inter- you can interact with us on several of the social media platforms, you know, you guys know the names. Facebook, Twitter, at Mode, at Super90sBrothers. You can email the show, Super90sBrothers, all spelled out, at gmail.com. If you're from Cyprus, let, let me admit, the first person to email us from Cyprus, we're going to get you a gift. All right? got to prove you're from Cyprus yeah. with like a picture of, of you standing next to like a Cyprus monument or something. But we will send you something because I, we, we want our presence to grow in Cyprus. Yes, Absolutely. We're also also the number 24 ranked entertainment podcast in Belgium. And Belgium's pretty fucking cool too. Belgium's a, I mean, that's a, that's a country that I've heard of. That is a country. I didn't realize Cyprus was a, I didn't know Cyprus was a country. I thought it was just an island. Oh, Brennan's just joking. We are huge Cyprus lovers. (laughs) We've been, we've, we've been so invested in the history of Cyprus our whole lives and and Um, so glad that it's finally paid off. And if a member of Cyprus Hill reaches out, uh, that'd be awesome too. Better song, Rock Superstar or Insane in the Membrane? What's Rock? What, I, can, you re, can you sing Rock Superstar to me? Because I don't know it. If you want to be a rock superstar no, and live large, it's, a big house, five cars, you're in charge. No, I, I'm, I'm an insane in the, in the brain kind of guy. Okay. All right. Well, I like them both. We like Cypress Hill. Um, we love Cypress the country, and we love you guys. And you, what you can do to love us, what can they do, Brennan? They can get on Apple Podcasts, give us those five-star reviews, subscribe to our show so you can be updated whenever our show comes out. This is something that we're going to try to keep on doing more consistently now that I'm in this amazing space here at Speak Spokane. And, uh, and, now, that, and now that we're so beloved in Cyprus and Belgium, yeah. we gotta give we got to give Europe what they want. Absolutely. Um, is, Cyprus, is, is, is Cyprus considered Europe or Africa? Um, it's part of the Mediterranean. Okay. So we got to give the Mediterranean and Europe what they want. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you as always for listening. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. For Brennan Pointer, I am Adam J. Pitzler. This has been another giant ship sinking episode of Super 90s Brothers, Jack and Rose style. We hope that half of you love this show, the better half. And you guys have a awesome, awesome December if we don't talk to you. Keep listening, sharing the show, and reach out to us. We'd love to interact. Anything else to say, Brennan? I don't. Peace out. All right. Bye, guys.
This podcast was produced and edited by Speak Spokane.